0: I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. A documentary called Eleven Minutes follows the fashion designer Jay McCarroll as he prepares his first show and pulls it off. McCarroll's obvious desire to succeed is matched by his affecting need to be taken seriously. In 2004, he was semi-famously the first season winner of the Bravo Network's Project Runway and was promptly hailed as the next great American designer. But that victory was won in the alternate universe of reality TV, where praise is shallow and fame is evanescent. Two years later, he took the plunge, memorialized here, to prove himself during New York's Fashion Week in the all-too-real world of commerce. Like his designs, which were partly inspired by hot air balloons, this documentary sometimes seems buoyant to the point of weightlessness. It can also be awfully fawning, but it's far from hot air horror and social value contend for equal honors and must-read after my death, a frightening and eerily edifying documentary that Morgan Dews created from a family trove of photos, dictaphone letters, audio tapes, voluminous transcripts, and home movies. The movies are mostly festive moments captured on silent 8 millimeter. They'd been familiar to him since childhood. The rest of the material came to light only after his grandmother, Alice, died in 2001 at the age of 89. She and her husband Charlie lived in a picture book house in 1960s suburbia with three sons and one daughter. The daughter, Anne, is the filmmaker's mother. The only visible flaw in that picture was Charlie's extended absences. He traveled on business to Australia. Within the family's shriveled bosom, though, chaos reigned, and much of it was preserved for posterity by a long-running dictaphone correspondence between Alice and Charlie, as well as by the audio tapes that Alice made as obsessive personal diaries for the benefit of her psychiatrist. The most wrenching passages in the film grow out of Alice's proto-feminist struggles to define herself. Was she or was she not meant to be something more than a mother and maid presiding over a tidy home? Charlie and Alice battle endlessly over the disorder in their house and who's to blame for it, but that's only a displacement of the deeply shocking disorder in their heads. An inveterate boozer, Charlie heeds the clarion call of his id, but he sounds detached from any reality. Alice writhes in guilt, self-pity, and doubt. A nonconformist so disorganized that she can't decide what to nonconform to. If Must Read After My Death were only a carefully tabulated catalogue of domestic horrors, it'd be unbearable and unwatchable but Morgan Dews has fashioned his documentary with a historian's skill and an artist's eye. Alice and Charlie live on the unmet border between revolutionary road and clinical madness. Whatever their lives may say about suburban angst, reliance on shrinks, or the roots of family dysfunction is up there on the screen for the audience to sort out. The screen, incidentally, may be either in a theater starting next week or via digital download at home. You can check the details at giganticdigital.com. The film rises to the status of art thanks to the tension between horror that's heard and sweetness that's seen. Those scratched and speckled home movies, birthday parties, baseball games, picnics, spontaneous little dances, they're the family's vision of what it wanted to be. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.